0: You're listening to Episode 92 on Sweat the Small Stuff with special guest, Tina Konkin. Welcome to Better. I'm April Simons, and you're listening to the podcast that is all about being better in every aspect of your life. Every week, you'll be inspired to live to your fullest potential. If you want to think better, live better, have a better outlook on life, and be better today than you were yesterday... Then keep listening. This podcast is just for you. Today, I am so excited to be with my good friend, Tina Conkin. Now, Tina is an author. She's an amazing speaker. She's best known for her relationship expertise. And y'all, she has worked with celebrities, church leadership, CEOs, and everyday people just like you and me. Tina, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, April. It's good to be on here again. And I have to say, we're in California. I know life is rough, but somebody has to do it. Tina lives here part of the part of the time, and so I just decided to come up and yeah. visit her. And uh, I'm excited, Tina, about what we're going to talk about today: sweat the small stuff. And I've always heard, "Don't sweat the small stuff." And you know, you kind of shared something with me that I thought was so great. So. Give us a little glimpse. What do you mean when you say sweat the small stuff?
1: Well, you know, I know it's a famous book, uh, The Road Less Traveled, you know, and that is basically uh, where I'm coming from. It is not a normal thing to hear sweat the small stuff. Yet with all the couples I have coached in the past, the couples I coach today and, and then the relationship lifeline weekends that you know you've, you've seen I tell couples, stop listening to Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, even with your parenting, because it's by sweating the small stuff, it's that first argument that goes unresolved. And then you take the offense, because oh, just, I can't do the conflict. And April, I know you <laughs> now for a while, and you're a peacemaker, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Now, there's a difference between a peacekeeper and a peacemaker, <laughs> yeah. because... The peacemaker will do it at any cost. Right. The peacekeeper, I mean. Yeah. The peacemaker actually resolves so you get to peace. Yeah. And that's why I say small the, sweat the small stuff, because if you don't know how to re- resolve small things, mm-hmm. you know, like how long are you going to let that toilet seat bother you before <laughs> you say something? <laughs> yes. Right? And, but we say it's not important. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's And if it's true that it's not important, then why does it bother you every time that yeah. toilet seat is up? Right. right? So I said it's better to sweat that small stuff mm-hmm. because one day you're going to have a blow up and it's going to be a real big one. Yeah. And you know what's going to come back to the surface? The toilet seat. Yeah. Exactly. Right? That, that makes so sense?
0: good. And I love what you said because I am a peacemaker and I will just you know kind of let me bring the peace. You know, I have a big family, so I, I'm just used to doing that. But you're so right. If we don't get to the issues of life, they will come out one way or the other, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and you know, what What I um, have found is that when we stuff things, you know, mm-hmm. we've heard that that word that we stuff things. Uh, I When I see it in my pictures, it's like, in in the picture in my mind, I see, like, our emotions, Mm -hmm. right, that we bury. Yeah. And, but we think they're dead, you know, that we think that we're just pressing them down, and, or we we say things like, I've just got to let that go. Yeah. But you're not really letting it go because you're not resolving it, or it's not worth fighting about, you know, it's just not worth it. Mm -hmm. And so you press it down, but what you're pressing down are live emotions Mm -hmm. so they're not dead they're not resolved they're down there and anything that's alive that you suppress sooner or later is going to come back to the surface
0: because what you water, that's what's going to grow. Exactly. And we talked about this earlier. You got to deal and heal. And sometimes, yeah. you know, the saying is so popular: "Let it go, let it go, let it go." And we get mm-hmm. we do have to let things go, but we also have to get to the root issues that are in our, in our heart. And I can think about a story where uh, many years ago I was with my sister Lisa somewhere, and um, someone's name was mentioned. Now, this person in the past, we had kind of a little had a little something go on and some hurt there, and, you know, I thought I had forgiven that person, you know, all that kind of thing. But when this person's name was mentioned, all of a sudden, I turned around in the car because I was driving, and I said something to Lisa, and it wasn't necessarily bad, but it wasn't necessarily good. And I remember even when those words were coming out of my mouth, I thought, wow, where'd that come from? Right. And so I was a little embarrassed by it. It wasn't real bad, but it wasn't real good. And so, anyway, it was kind of an uncomfortable moment. And then the next morning, my sister Lisa, she called me over to where we were staying, and she said, April, I need to talk to you. She said, what came out of your mouth yesterday in the car was so unlike you. It's not how you are, and it surprised me. And she said you know, she's my big sister. She said, I really feel like if you don't deal with those things and get total forgiveness and and totally free of that, then it's going to hinder, you know, your walk and and the things that God has in store for you. And you know what? I appreciate that, first of all, because I didn't like what I sounded like. I thought I had let everything go, let go Mm -hmm. and let God, you know, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Yeah. But I realized that I hadn't dealt with those small things, just like what you're talking about. I needed to sweat the small stuff in that, and I needed to get it all out. And, you know, through that whole experience, I, I thought I had forgiven, but yeah. I totally forgave. And the reason I knew I hadn't totally forgiven was because whenever that person's name was mentioned, I remember the offense. I remember what they were wearing. I remember thinking it wasn't cute what they were wearing. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. And, and, you know, I could remember details. Yeah. But that day, I said, God, you know what? I I just ask you to take it all away. And it felt so good, and I was totally free from that moment on. Not that you might have to deal with thoughts, but it's exactly what you're saying. I needed to deal with even those small issues of life.
1: Even what she was wearing. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Um, And, you know, you said a huge amount of stuff there. And, you know, when we do our intensives in those three days, People will always ask, especially, as you know, our story, um, there was infidelity in our marriage. Mm -hmm. I've got, you said I was an author uh, of a book called The Other Woman, you know, Uh and people ask me, how do you know when you've truly forgiven? Because there's people I think I've forgiven, but exactly like your story, I said, here's the test. When their name is mentioned, and that exactly is the test, I didn't even know you were going to share that story, but that's the test. When their name is mentioned, do you cringe? Do you have good memories, you know, or is that offense what comes back to your thoughts? Mm -hmm. Do you wish you didn't have to talk about it? Do you wish you didn't have to think about them? And that's when you know, to me, that is the test of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. So when I forgave my husband... For the infidelity. Now, that's the big stuff. Yeah. But we had to go back and look at all the small stuff we hadn't sweated out, Mm -hmm. that we had just let it go and let it go. It's not important. Okay, just forget it, Mm -hmm. you know? And, but that was the day we decided, I don't care if the offense is about the toothpaste. Yeah. You know, and, or the toilet seat or the dishwasher, you know, those things are all, not that we argued about all of them all the time. Yeah. But... When we realized there was that offense that came up, we'd go, what was that? Yeah. Or a look, you know, in between married couples, there's often these looks that could kill, right? What was that about? Right? We didn't let those things go anymore and just pretend they didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And so that's the sweating, the small stuff. Now, it may seem at first, you know, that it's, and, and this goes for people at the workplace, Right. We just keep thinking, forget it. You know, you get offended by the boss or you offend the boss and it's not dealt with. And then the next thing you know is, you know, you've got some walking papers going on. Yeah. Right. Or the team isn't working well together. And that causes production, you know, or in a church, you know, we got leadership that are, are not good. Yeah. And yet we use our little Christianese, you yeah. know, God, you take care of that. I'm letting it go. Right. God, I'm giving it to you. But when you think of that person, you want them to fall. (laughs) They just tripped. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Yeah, And you get that bitter. So when you sweat the small stuff, it's not a big deal. Like if I were to ask you, you know, would it offend you if, Mm -hmm. right? That's me sweating the small stuff, right? I know like in a lot of homes, things that are okay are not okay. Yeah. Right? Doesn't make them right or wrong. And there's a lot of scripture about that. But it could be offensive to me. Yeah. Right? So I think sweating the small stuff, especially in intimate relationships or relationships with people that you do life with every day, including Mm -hmm. your kids. Now, think about when we're raising our kids. We do sweat small stuff. Mm -hmm. When they're two years old, we are correcting them. Right. You know, we are dealing with the little things. Yeah. But why are we doing that? Because it's going to teach them. When I teach my three, four, five-year-old to make their bed, Mm -hmm. is it important that they make their bed? Mm -hmm. But that's something. And when they don't want to, I deal with it, don't I? Yeah. Right? That's sweat and small stuff. Right. Right? Whereas a lot of parents will say, oh, forget it. It's just too much trouble. Just let them win. Mm -hmm. But what are we creating? Right. And that's how I see it even in adults. What are you creating
0: when you don't sweat? most right and it doesn't mean being anxious or being stressed out or being worried it means you know the scripture even says in song of solomon to it's the little foxes that steal the vineyard you know it's the little things that come in and steal your joy it's that little bit of anger that you might have that little bit of unforgiveness or that lot of bit of of that stuff so I think, what would you say if a person is carrying around, you know, we didn't even know we were going to talk about unforgiveness so much today, that bitterness, that anger, that unforgiveness, how can one go about getting through that? Well, I really
1: come from a place that forgiveness cannot happen without compassion. And I think about Jesus when he healed people, you know, and though that's not a forgiveness scripture, he made it very clear that he had to have that father relationship, show me who's ready to be healed, you know, so that they will be healed. And when I look at forgiveness, are you ready? Mm -hmm. Do you want to? The actual how-to is hard because you don't know how. And so... The the part of Jesus healing though there's a part that says he could not heal without compassion yeah right it was the compassion that caused the healing so if you think as forgiveness as healing without the compassion you can't forgive what does compassion look like compassion looks like they don't deserve it yeah right mm-hmm. um, compassion looks like even though they could maybe never make it right. Because often we think, well, if at least they would apologize. Mm -hmm. That's not what forgiveness is about. One of the greatest things, as you know, I'm a widow. Maybe your listeners don't know that, but I'm a widow. But one of the greatest messages my husband ever spoke was, quit teaching forgiveness on it's not an excuse. Like, don't make excuses. What You know, you've heard it said, right? Does it condone what they've done? Of course it doesn't condone what they've done. But can we make an excuse for people? And we always said no, right? Until he taught the message of the cross. Mm. And he said, "Thinking, think of Jesus on the cross. He didn't only say, Father, forgive them. End of story. He said, because. The moment he put in because, that was making an excuse yeah. for them. They had just beaten him. They had hurt him. They'd crucified him. They put a thorn on. You know, mm-hmm. a, 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 a crown of thorns on his head. So think about that, April. And then he said, because. Yeah. Because they didn't know what they were doing. Do you know how many times I've had to forgive people that I didn't want to because I felt they were adults and they knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. The people that beat him weren't children. Yeah, They were adults. But they seriously, what he was trying to say, if they had known who they were hurting, if they had seen a picture that I was the son of man, Right? If they had seen, so how about we look at it that the people that have hurt us maybe have made us who we are today? Mm-hmm. Is that not just enough? Right. You know, I, I think of uh, the hardness of my heart towards people that have offended me, and then I think, how's that hurting me? Yeah. And I gotta tell you forgiveness for me, if people could today just recognize it as a gift I gave myself. Mm-hmm. And yes, I made excuses for them so that I could. I made an excuse for my mom, that she was 16 years old when she got pregnant, when she got married and got pregnant, right? So I made an excuse that she was a child, and she used really mean words that I shouldn't have been born, right? Mm-hmm. But the day I forgave, her, I was 35 years old. I didn't forgive a mother, I forgave with compassion a 16-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. I had to make an excuse for her, because yeah. there's no excuse for a mother. Yeah, right? So, it is really looking at Christ on the cross and saying, what excuse can I make for someone that has hurt me? Is it their own hurt? Is it their own low self-esteem? Mm-hmm. Is their their own self-loathing? What is it that I can find in their story yeah. that I can have compassion on? And sometimes it's about looking at them as children.
0: Mhm. Right. And I know some might be listening and saying, well, you know, I was abused. I was, you know, raped or or whatever, and, and our hearts go out to you. And it's hard to do that, but sometimes you just got to forgive, not because it changes the past, but because it changes your present and your, your destiny, future. your future. Yes. And so, you know, my our prayer today is that whatever it is that you might be holding in your heart, maybe you're totally free of it. Thank God for you. High five to you right now. But we would encourage you today to, to check your heart and, um, you know, ask them to do the test. Oh, yep. Write down that
1: person's name, (laughs) have that person's name. That's the test.
0: Yeah. And if you, if you you think about that, right. If you don't no longer want them to pay for what they've done to you, then, you know, you're on, you're on the good, the right track. Right. So anyway, it's just like, you know, it's things that when we, when we have that stuff in our heart, it steals from our joy. It steals from our present moments. And, you know, I don't know about you, Tina, but I just want to go through life with a pure heart and free, not that we don't make mistakes and all that stuff, but you know what I mean. Why have that holding us back as well? So today we just want to encourage you to sweat those small things in your life. Don't let them build up. Don't be a peacemaker to your fault, to where you never address issues. Address the issues, and you can do it in a good way, yeah. right? And, you know,
1: when I start the walk of forgiveness with people, I always say, can you forgive your kid, you know, for for spilling the milk? Mm-hmm. And they always say, well, yeah. Well, why can't you forgive your husband for spilling the milk? Yeah, right. right. So take it backwards so that you're sweating the small stuff, and you're thinking it was a glass of milk, Yeah. right? And start forgiving a little thing. Don't start trying to forgive the rapist. Yeah. Right? Start with a... Because those that don't forgive have unforgiveness in their heart, and they're not even forgiving little things Mm -hmm. quite often. So that, again, is a test. You know, do I easily
0: forgive small stuff? That's so good. So that could be our homework for today. Yes. Let's start with the small stuff. Like Tina said, it doesn't have to be the big thing that happened to your life. Start today with the small stuff, because... This podcast is all about being better in our thoughts, and our actions, having a better heart. You know, I want my heart to be better and, you know, just the best it can be. So um, anyway, any last words before we end today? Well, I
1: was just going to say, you know what? Sometimes forgiving others is easier than forgiving ourselves. Yep. Yep. And so quite often we try to forgive ourselves for shame, things we're ashamed of. Mm-hmm. Well, forgive yourself for making a mistake today just because you were human. Yeah.
0: Again, sweat That's the good. small stuff.
1: Right? That's... Sweat the small stuff. If, if you've got deep self-loathing, it's probably from shame. Mm-hmm. And it's probably, you know, even if you don't think you're good enough and you've heard those words, I would say start there. Start yeah. forgiving yourself like you would forgive a child. Right. Forgive yourself. That's good. Small. Mm-hmm. something small and when you can see that that works yeah right then you go on to the next right the next you don't have to start with the
0: whole elephant you right know? one bite yeah <laughs> that's good that's yeah. awesome well um thank you tina for being with us today and you guys you know we uh, pr- i'm praying for you we believe in you and uh, i just hope you have the best day ever remember sweat the small stuff and we're on our way to better living